0: Once again, back again, episode four, man, I the like Sports Talk Radio, man, it's the home circle, K, back again with the co-host, my boy, the Louisville Slur, CP, what's happening?
1: What's happening, everybody, good to be on here another week, looking forward to diving into some new topics.
0: Man, back again for a second straight week, you got the Mississippi boy, Josh Stack, what's happening,
2: man? Man, what's good, everybody, glad to uh, be back again. Man, we
0: got topics right off the board this week. Interesting topics. College football said they could at least lose up to $4 billion if not played. We got the Michael Thomas versus Javante Parker Twitter argument. Should the NBA resume the season? And also, we got to rank the young NBA superstars, first, second, and third, out of Jason Tatum, Luka Donovich, and Zion Williamson. That's where we're going to start, man. Out of those three young stars, different ages, different years in the NBA, different kind of builds, what do y'all rank on right now and for the future?
1: So, right now, <clears throat> right now, <clears throat> I'm going to say, I think Luca, Luca, right now, I feel like he's the man but preferably I would take Tatum over Luka, but I think Luka's the man. So I will go – take that back. I'm going to go Tatum, Luka, Zion, just because I like Tatum's all-around game. I think Luka, he's a uh, – the way he – he's a floor general. He's a scorer. He's a rebounder. He affects the games in so many ways, but Tatum also affects the game on the defensive end, and I'm going to go Zion just because he's so young, and I just don't trust his body weight. And the way he plays for the longevity of
2: the game, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with uh, Luca. Luca won. I'm biased because he didn't play for Dallas, but he he's a triple double machine. Um, like you say, he's a floor general. He he can, he can score a wheel. Uh, Tatum, I like his game too. He he he's slowly becoming trying to be a, a Kobe two way guard. Um. Zion, I think Zion probably would be better than Tatum long-term if if he lose the weight and take care of his body because, I mean, he, he can't nobody stop him in the paint. Uh, but he have to be able to lose that weight. If not, then, he, yeah, he's going to probably be last. I got – it's hard for me because, I don't
0: know, Jason Tatum and Luca. Even though Luca averaging more, but, you know, Jason Taylor got a little more help on that Celtics team. But, um, to me, Luca's the second coming of a different version of, like, you know, one of them players like KD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's so hard. And I don't know because, you know, he's played overseas, but he's averaging 28 po- 28, 9, and 8 this season. Jason Tatum averaged 23, 7, and 3. Zion, we only know he played half the season, 23, 6, and 2. Not even half the season. But I, I'm i going to go Jason Tatum. I'm going to go Luka, Tatum, Zion. But I have Jason Tatum most likely being
1: the best out of all three of these in the future. I just like, I was going to say, yeah, I like, I think statistically Luka's going to be better, but like on the floor, I think Tatum's going to be better. Like I think at the end of career, like Luka's probably going to have better numbers, but I think that Tatum's going to influence his team and the game. I don't know. Luca fools the game pretty much a lot too, but I think Tatum is going to be like a more dominant presence. Could I say that? On both sides of the court.
2: Yeah. I, I think he I think he's going to be more because he's a two-way guard. I don't think Luca has proven that he's just a, a lockdown defender. Don't get me wrong. Like you said, stat, stats-wise, it's going to be higher than Tatum, but like you said, I think as him being a, a two-way guard, I think he's going to beat Luca, but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna go with Luke until, until I see it though.
0: You're not gonna see it out of Jason Tatum till they give him that team. Until the and that and that's not on Bradley Stevens, that's on the players, to tell you the truth. Because yeah, they got Kimball and Kimball's a beast, but you got a lot of players on that Celtic team that are good players and good pieces to be better than what they are. But everybody think they the man and they not the man. I agree. It should go one, two, Jason Tatum, or Kimba, either way you want. And then let's we play. You know, Gordon Hayward, whoever else is balling. But we, I shouldn't. You know, watching the Celtics, you should never just see Jalen Brown coming down, jacking the three ball. and It's the first shot of the series. No. Nah. like it, you know the off not series offensive possession. Like I just I don't see it, but. I, I just know. But Jason Tatum, I just see, like y'all said, that comparison to Kobe, I see it. When he wants to take over a game, he can just take over a game. The same with Luka, though, and Zion. But I feel like Zion is going to be guardable in the paint. That's my opinion in the future.
2: What's Zion, 6'8"? 6'8", 5', I think. Something like that. Yeah.
1: Yes, I think, like, he when he goes against, like, a, like, me and Khalid was talking about, like, when he goes against, like, an AD in the playoffs, it's going to be much harder for him to get a bucket just because AD's seven foot. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm i trying to think of another power forward who's got, like, anytime he's going to face some length and it's, like, the game is on the line, I think it's going to be a lot harder on Zion. I just – yeah. And
0: I think – I also think if they give him the brawn treatment – and I'm not just no big heavy braun fan, but, you know, uh, the KD treatment, the Curry treatment, the star treatment. Are you going to let Ingram and Drew Holiday and Zoe get – you know, we're going to let Zion go get his, but we're going to let everybody else not get nothing. You know, we're going to stop everybody else. We're going to man up. Zion going to get his. Hopefully he don't get us in bowel trouble. But these other three, oh, y'all getting clamps. Is he going to be that one to be like, okay – I know I know y'all are doing this, but I'm gonna give you a forty ball, fifty ball, because even though they're gonna give it to them, they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna give it to them easy. You still gonna have people to guard in the paint, but you might have people less willing to make that foul, put you on the free throw line, because mm-hmm. like like PJ Tucker, he's a good defender, and Zion got the best of PJ Tucker that first meeting too, so. But like we say, playoff basketball different. And when you go into the hole, you know, it's gonna be different there. Just if they make the playoffs, they come back and make the playoffs and have to face the Lakers in the one seed and say the game is close. We don't think LeBron James is gonna put that body on Zion when Zion try to back him down.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be Zion. it's gonna be LeBron.
0: Yeah, you feel me, and, and I'm not just tuning LeBron Horn or the Lakers. Let's go to the Clippers. Montreal Harrell sizes up, like, completely different, you know. I mean, completely same with Zion, but athletic ability is different. But the, the tenacity Harrell plays with and the physicality, he's not just going to go for that, in the, especially in the playoffs that a uh, Doc Rivers coach team. That's what, I, that's what I like. That's my only thing about Zion. When he gets that more package on, the, it's, it's his first year, but when he gets that more off of the package, I'm going to be more ready to say, hey, yeah, that boy's a stopper. Yeah. Because, I mean, go
1: ahead. I was, I'm like, you know, like, Zion. We say all these knocks, but the man is averaging 23 points as a rookie. That's more than Luka and Tatum both average as a rookie. So, I mean, I know he only played half the season, but that's still a lot of points. Like, I don't know what the man does, but he gets buckets some way, somehow, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a monster. Athleticism, man. Like,
0: we, we, you can't take nothing away from Zion at all. But he doing what any – we doing what anybody smart would do. You feel me? Like any athlete, that's why I can't knock him. He's not shooting threes like he was at Duke. He's not trying to switch up like you know players get to league and try to switch up. I'm gonna get my bread and butter, man. I'm gonna fit in, I'm gonna help my team win because he's also efficient. Zion will go six for six on you before you he misses a bucket.
2: True. Yeah. True.
0: And and I and, and you can't knock him for that. It's just you know, like we're saying, he's a, we, we're not knocking him. It's just he's a, a rookie. We got to see him this whole year. We got to see those struggles, those turnovers. We don't see it. Everything's hyped up right now. And plus, like you said, he only played a couple couple games. Because even John Morant, he's not averaging a lot of points, but you see the future in him. Yeah. And the playmaking ability, the, the IQ, because he's not beating every point guard. He's, He's just not killing everybody. He's making people that already look bad, look bad like James Harden. You can shoot it. Okay. And three in your face. I don't lose a game. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not playing with you. And I, I feel like with these new with these up new younger players, like John and Zion, because I'm waiting to see the rest of the rookie crop come out. Um especially Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish had a a great second half of the season after the All Star Game, but I'm ready to see who else has got that mindset like Ja and Luca.
1: Yeah, and then and man, Luca just like you said, um, he's 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 a he's a trendsetter. So I don't think you know, like you said, LeBron and KD was what Luca too? He's six eight yeah. six eight athletic, unorthodox, and the way he plays the point guard at 6'8", is just trend-setting. So that's, he's just setting a new trend. You have those players that come every once in a while that change the whole trend in the game, and, and Luka's going to be one of those players.
0: Cause that's the thing with Zion. Zion had a little better jumping right now. Man, that's 100% match of LeBron. Like, and that's why Luka has a chance to be so different. Like, Dirk was cold. Dirk was that European thing, that one legged shooter, three ball, oh, getting buckets, post moves, you know. Dirk had to go against some Hall of Fame quality power forwards. And he's Hall of Fame himself. You know, first ballot, no doubt. But Luca just has so like you said, so much. Like it's crazy. He even got packages. I feel like him and KD have similar packages. The way he can pull back, step back and shoot, you know, cross over. I'm going to give Luka a, a better drip than KD, because you see it in his second year, like, how he's dribbling, you know, how he's making these cross the passes. You just the future, what the future holds for him.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like I said, if I was starting a team, though, I'm probably just going to go Tatum, Luka, design, just because I like the way Tatum just influences the game, both defensively and uh, offensively. But you can't go wrong with – you can't go wrong with Luca. The only concern I got with Zion is the body type. That's the only thing.
2: Now I'm starting a team. I'm still going with Luka. But yeah. Um, but I, I won't I won't yeah, you can still start a team with Tatum and uh Zion. But like I said, with Zion, it just is I mean, the the interest is my fear on him. But I mean I think you can start a team with any one of them. Just really just depends on what you have and what you're looking for. I mean you will you can't go wrong with either or so – but my, my pick is definitely Luka.
0: Man, that turns into our next topic. Should the NBA even resume the season or should we scrap it? Um, should they scrap it?
1: I think if they resume it, then it's going – I think, first of all, they got to make sure that they give the players enough time to get their bodies mentally ready because you can't just jump into. NBA basketball. So, first time, first thing, they got to make sure they get the right training before they start. Secondly, if they do do it, I think they – I know it ain't going to be fair to, like, the people chasing the eighth spot in the West, but I think they should jump into the, the playoffs. And also, I think the playoffs should be abbreviated if they do start it. Uh, and that's just – I guess if, if if revenue money money based wise but other than that I don't see how they i don't i don't see I don't think it's good for them to start it play 10 games, then have a playoffs and out and have a full playoff. I don't think they should do it like that personally
2: I mean yeah with this with this virus I think it's it's, it's a washy thing um if they if they think they're gonna start it like you said, give them enough time to get their body back. Condition to it. Um, and I think I I'm I sure, but they time I doing like, a little tournament so they can, you know, from 16 to the 1 seed, you know, hey, try some out. I mean, this time you can try something because I think they saying Las Vegas and um, it's another area where they're going to play the games at. Orlando. Orlando. Orlando's
0: the leading spot. They're going to they, really, now they already said they're going to use Orlando. The, the timeline is that all NBA facilities can open – by second or third week in June or really the second week in June, the lake a couple are open already. The Lakers and the Clippers are open. Um, and a couple more facilities. But to start the season back late July. Playoffs and uh what? I think August. August what? August
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh finals in September and draft in September and they start the season
2: and the end is December on Christmas Day. Yeah, on Christmas Day. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's wishy You just don't know with this virus, it's kind of wishy-washy, man. So, I mean, but right now they can test things out and see if it works. I mean, you know, you ain't got nothing to lose, but like, but you got to have stuff in place in case if you do decide to start. Are you going to have it where you're going to play with no, no, um, with no fans in the stands or? You know, what you gonna do? How you gonna do it? So, I mean, it's more about the health more than anything. So So,
1: so I, the thing like with Jack going back to what Josh said, like what do you do if you do restart it and let's say, you know, no God forbid, but you know, somebody gets the virus, you know what I'm saying? What do you do then? That's the thing.
0: I feel like what they're doing, if you're if you're secluded to Disney And we we already know they're not going to have fans, more than likely. So, if you're secluding a Disney and 32 teams, if a player gets it, you should be able to quarantine that player. You can immediately test. You can stop. You can immediately test or whatever. You know, you can hold off, see if anybody gets some symptoms. I know it takes 14 days or whatever, but if we waited this long, you know. But also, I feel like, like Josh said, you know, you can try things out, but – my biggest concern on it, our NBA players are really down to come back and play for the season. You can They can lie and fake to us and tweet us and on Instagram. And I know some of them want to or whatever, but let's just be real. These dudes also are fathers. Uh, I, I, I read an article the other day from Players' Tribune. Joe Ingalls said he's ready to end his NBA career to protect his family. His wife is pregnant. He's ready to go back to Australia. He's not... Cancel the season, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So you do have to deal with issues like that. And with players like that. And, and I know players are thinking like, oh, let's get the season on." You know, are you going to be able to fly? Are you going to be able to leave? If y'all don't play until next week to go home and see families? Or are you guys going to be all in this secluded area playing basketball in Orlando at Disney and your family, you know, with no fans? Your family not come on the NBA personnel from July to end of September.
1: Yeah, I, I mean it. just seems like it's way. Personally, it seems like it's way more cons than pros in this situation. Even if you do have a playoff and somebody wins the cha- championship, that championship's always going to look. You know, it's always going to have an asterisk amount. That's, that's about. That's the big deal the Astros,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. if City,
0: mm-hmm. if the Houston Rockets get hot and let's just beat everybody right now and they win a championship and James Harden and Russ get one, if they would never run a championship in a real season. If LeBron mm-hmm. wins one, the season would stop. They, you know, it came out, he won. If KD were to come back and he was on the nets and Kyrie was healthy and they played – Oh, KD got to come back because, you know, it's just too many answers. KD's not coming back, but at the same time, it's just, you know, it's crazy. Just like we're saying, what if a team is 10 games out the eight seed? team might go on an 8-game, lose, 7-game, lose, street, just being back, you know, Russ, and that team win all 10 games, and now they're in the playoffs. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's too many what-if's, asterisk marks. The Clippers go and win the, the finals. We even have people saying... Well, the Clippers, they want to beat
2: the Lakers.
1: You know, on the real, it's just too much stuff. Yeah. Like what Josh said, it is, like, if they do do it, I think it would be, like, a good time just to try something new if they did do it. But whoever wins it, if they do resume it, like you said, it's always going to have an asterisk. Like, I seen Shaq say something to, like, Tim Duncan a couple weeks ago where he was like, the one season when they had the NBA lockout, he's like, that championship really didn't count because they had the lockout. And people is going to say it about whatever team, if they do resume, wins this playoff.
2: It's almost like it's a winless title, almost. It's yeah. It's not going to feel the same. It's not going to feel the same.
0: But I know most players want to play because they want to recruit most of the money they can because if the season is forfeited, they have to forfeit some of their money. It's only like 11, 12 players. They're going to get 90 something percent of their contract, even if the season's canceled under the pandemic.
2: Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Agents, man. Agents. Speaking of money, man, this is the hot topic of the week. You know we got to talk about it. Dak Prescott, America's team, reports are saying Dak wants upwards of $45 million a year in his last year of his new deals. He, it's been reported he's been offered a five-year, 175 million dollar deal, which he declined, giving him upwards of 35 mil per season. Um, it's also been reported that no money has been discussed in a, in a in a little bit, and it's been more about longevity. Um, Sources say Dak wants four-year deal. Cowboys want a five or six-year deal. Um, some people say Dak don't deserve to be paid. Some people say get your money. What's your opinion, man?
1: You said, so Dak wants $35 mil, huh?
0: No, no. Dak wants forty five mil in his last year of whatever uh-huh. deal they give him, upwards to $45 mil in his last year. Um, but he wants a four-year deal, not a five- or six-year deal.
2: Did we just see Ryan Tannehill, Tennessee, get how much? What was his contract? I'm
1: not.
2: It's not going to be as much as Dax. I mean, Dax should get paid more. That I mean, Dax, the man Dax, the, being consistent. Tannehill
0: contract is not in the realm of Dax though.
2: Oh. That's the thing. Tannehill.
1: That's the thing. Want, uh. He get a hundred eighteen million with a uh, thirty million guaranteed That's per not year. Not even top ten. No, that's nah. not, that's, that's okay.
0: not top 10. Everybody's top 10 in, in their sharing money is at 33, 34, 31. And he can get 30 mil a year. That's cool. Well, he got four years, you said, CP?
1: He got all the 10 Oh, let me go back. Yeah, he got four.
0: So, how much guarantee did he get?
1: He got thirty mil per year guaranteed.
0: Oh, so he just got his deal fully guaranteed.
1: Yeah. So there's, he, yeah. that's
0: it's basically a Kirk Cousins deal. Yeah. But at the same time the Titans are stuck with that. Like you're paying him thirty million. But they know the salary crap is gonna go up, but I wouldn't get it. But at the same time, that's not you know, that's that's the deal. Everybody Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, one thirty four, one you know, one twenty eight, that's what they again back Ryan. um but my biggest thing is it's not the player or that it's about getting your money that that's, a, that's not a, that's in a lose-lose-lose situation everybody is just seeing the number and the money and saying hey sign go get it but as soon as he signs who signs next year
1: my homes in uh the
0: Mahomes, yeah. Watson, and Deshaun. Yeah. So, I think Lamar, Lamar's might, Lamar's last, huh?
2: I think Lamar is I think last.
0: Lamar's last, but Mahomes and Watson is next year. So, yeah. you th- you you know they're gonna bust the bank, star at almost upwards to maybe thirty eight to forty million thirty eight thirty eight next year. 40 the next, year, you know, 40, them players are going to get five, six-year deals at, you know, getting maybe $44, $45 million a year. Yeah. They might take less money, I mean, less guaranteed money to get, you know, they might take it half and half. Like, you can get a good amount guaranteed, but if you're going to pay me $45 million a year on a $200 million contract, come on. Because they going to get it. The question mark about Deshaun Watson is, who's he going to get it from? Because he's going to get it. But who's he going to get it from?
1: Shit. He he gotta gotta leave Houston, him. Yeah. yeah, I said, if I was him, I'm getting up out of there, Yeah, he got to so, leave Houston. He leave Houston. I,
0: can't, I can't blame that. I Now, I don't agree with some of the statements he make about if those statements are true. He can't feed his family out there. I don't know. I definitely don't agree with none of that. But at the same time, my boy get your money. Get your money because I'm going to say right now that team's loaded and if they don't win a Super Bowl or even be in the NFC Championship this year, even if that plays bad, it's Jerry Jones. It's just This is proven. It's a fact. Because Jerry Jones is not going to win the other championship. But he's also in a bad position because, you know, behind him, we got Andy Dalton, and I know they'll say, hey, you paid Andy Dalton $8 million.
2: let him take it. Yeah. Dak is right.
1: in a, Go ahead, Josh.
2: Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Uh so I think with Dak, he is in a bad situation because basically the quarterback is gonna go up. So right now, I think Russell Whistle, he gets $35 million a year and he's he's like the top one. So next year they probably gonna drop up, like you said, another 10 mil, and Dak is kind of looking for something like that. But it's just hard because, personally, if I'm the Cowboys, I don't know if Dak can win me a Super Bowl if I don't have an elite defense. So I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna pay you top, top quarterback money because I don't know if you can win me a Super Bowl without an elite defense. And but for Dak, he's like, well, these other quarterbacks are about to get paid, so I'm just gonna jump ahead of the ball. But I, if I, if I personally, if I'm that. I'm I'm taking the money and I'm trying to do what I need to do to build the team around me. Uh up. I mean because I'm just gonna make more money once I once my team's better off the Super Bowl. This is this is the
0: problem though about that situation. They did that. But you went they did it. He's won those games for them, even with those type of defenses already. He hasn't won the playoff games, all right. Like, you know, he's only in year four or five, whatever. Mm -hmm. But he's played like respect, like you would expect that player to play. And people are not mm-hmm. people are not calling him elite, but at the same time, people are calling that we call elite are not playing elite and they're getting paid. And so sure. so so now, and I agree with you about the you know, get the team and everything. He's the last one to be paid. Zeke got paid two seasons ago. All the linemen got paid, even this mm-hmm. year in in the season. Two linebackers, I mean, a linebacker and DN got paid. So it was like, hey, you know, everybody's been taken care of. I'm going to go last. Mark Cooper, too. A Mark, Mark Cooper got last. They went and signed. They spent money on Gerald McCoy, Don Terry Poe, Allen Smith. So they're building a team. The key is why not? The key to me, I people might hate to me hate and don't believe it, but the key is that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The
0: key is that nobody on that team says nothing bad about that. Nobody, no player hasn't said anything about that I'm trying to get his money from the Cowboys. DeMarcus Lawrence got paid and didn't do nothing last year. So, you know, it, it's the Cowboys need a couple defensive spots, but they can be filled with vets at that DB's position and stuff. But at the same time, with that team, and you think about it, I know they have Andy Dalton, and I hate it for that, but – The line has been a little old, but you got one of the best running backs. You got CeeDee Lamb, Cooper, Michael Gallup. Uh, Who's the tight end this year? It was tight. And you got a fresh coach. Now, it's on Mike McCarthy to bring some defense. Like the defense, his team's got to play defense. Yeah. Mike McCarthy's going to bring offense. Now, that's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, but I feel like, man, I. I'm not a Cowboy fan, but, like, that team, me me, me scouting that team that week or playing against that team, it's like, come on, man. You know, we're playing against that team. They got a one, two, a three receiver, the quarterback, the scramble. They got a top back, one of the top backs in the league. They got a good O-line. That's trouble on defense
1: to me. Yeah. yeah. Y'all, want, y'all want her to top the top five quarterbacks in their contracts? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Russell with thirty-five mil a year, Big Ben thirty-four mil,
2: Terrible.
1: Aaron Rodgers with thirty-three point five mil. Jared Goff with thirty-three point five and Carson Wentz with thirty-two. So so I think personally I think Dak is probably he's probably better than Big Ben at this point in his career. He's better than Jared Goff and he's better than Wentz. Yeah, I agree. And this is the
0: thing. So that's why he has to take that stand on the money. Y'all paid them. And Nick Bowles won the Eagles a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff got them to a Super Bowl, but that team was loaded. Y'all, they spent everything to try to get to the Super Bowl every year. We see it. Now you see Todd Gurley going. You see Marcus Peters going. They paid him. I don't think it worked out, but they had Brandon Cooks. Get some money. Yeah. Some money. But yeah. And then this
2: is the thing, 45 mil, he's asking for that in his last year. So, you know, next year, if it's
0: 35, if Russell Wilson's getting 35, whoever signs mm-hmm. first is going to get 36 or 30, mm-hmm. 37.5. You know, it's something like that, that first year, and then it goes something crazy, go 39, 40, 41. So it's not, what you looking at, it's not crazy. Now, it's, it sounds a little crazy if they don't get to play this season. If
1: they don't get to play this season, they don't have the revenue to pay him $45 million last year. No, they don't. And, and plus, football is one of them sports. Like you said, Khalid, go get your money. Football, I'm putting my body on the line. You know, I'm putting my health on the line. Football is one of them sports where I'm a big advocate. Go get your money, bro, for real. And you play for Jerry Jones. Go get your and money. you play for- Go get it, man. Yeah, because – you know, any down could be your last down. I hate to say it, but this football is just a, one of those type of sports where you got to go get it, man. And I hate to say yeah. this.
0: Go ahead, John. Uh,
2: All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I hate to say this, but if, I, if, I, if
0: I'm playing for America's team, my owner's drafting from a yacht in a virtual draft, not his crib, you know, not a million dollars, $10 million, $100 million, crib from a $250 million yacht, you going to pay me. Yeah, my my yeah. franchise is worth more than the the cowboys the, the Cowboys are, are. Let me tell y'all crazy something crazy, man. Man, look this up, CP. How much the Cowboys are worth? Because this gonna go in my next topic. College football said if they don't play this year, they are expected to lose four billion in revenue. How much are the I Dallas mean? Cowboys worth? I bet it's two point something billion or three billion.
1: Five billion, on, according man. to four, according mm. to four.
0: Come on, man! You can't pay me, my your your team. You sole owner of this team, man, worth more than college football. Not playing. hmm Wow. And we and come on and you and and how we Get your money. We, y'all pay Tony Romo. He done brought it. Uh a uh, Super Bowl. They, pay me.
1: They said no other team in the NFL is even worth $1 billion, and the Cowboys is worth $5 billion. Come on, man.
0: America's team, dog. On. America's team. Half the people in America hate that team, and that people worth $5 billion. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. And I
2: think, too, a lot of people don't understand. That man was a fourth-round pick, too. So, you know... They weren't expecting him to be where he is, man. In four years,
0: ain't nobody want more games than him except one person. That's Tom Brady.
2: Yeah, he got to get his money.
0: He got to get his money. But I don't like what people try to do with him is he's done some of the same stuff as, you know, the greats. He's in those years when the greats took off. Peyton Manning took off in these years. You know, we've seen the tangibles of Andrew Luck, but he had some terrible... Terrible
1: playing, too. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. – like, like, Andrew
0: Luck is better than that, but at the same time, Andrew Luck was playing a lot of back. Like, he can win some games, he could lose.
1: Yeah, That's I think – I think the Cowboys is like, we're going to pay you for what you are right now kind of thing, and, and – Prescott's like you should pay me for who I'm going to be type of thing. Like I'm becoming a you know a, a great quarterback type of thing. Yeah,
0: because I feel like if that's your trio of Cooper, Zeke, and and that they got to stay healthy. Not them three. I'm talking about they side pieces or whatever, like they're they're extra pieces. But like Gallup, that's. That can go to the Super Bowl. The 49ers just went to the Super Bowl, and I'm not taking nothing from them and their strategy, but all three of those running backs combined make up Zeke. They're faster than Zeke, and they have, you know, some of them have better hands and agility, but they have a dog. They got two things that San Francisco didn't have. And let's just be real. Jimmy Garoppolo's the biggest question mark, just like that. And Jimmy's paid,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: off of being yeah. in
0: somebody else's system in four games. Jimmy's paid, yeah. So I, I feel like he's in a moment, like you said, CP. Like I'm gonna be this guy in the future. Like I keep getting better. Like I, like you said, I've been drafted third round. I, I proved my expect. You no, know, I beat my expectations, but at the same time. I might not be statistically number one, but I'm that guy. I'm your guy. If you're not Mm going to pay homegrown, what you going to do? That's another thing we have to look at that that these players probably see too. I was built through your system with a sorry coach. I performed. My running back holding you know, I did this.
2: And then, too, speaking of 49ers, what do you think Dak would have done if he had the 49ers defense? I think he would have won the Super Bowl.
0: I think think if you would have put Dak in Jimmy Garoppolo's shoes, them passes would have been complete down there. This is one thing it is. Dak is either on or he's off. There's no in-between with Dak. No, it ain't. There's nothing. It ain't. It's nothing. So, with Dak, the way they was playing that game, if you put Dak in that position, he would have been on in that fourth quarter because if you let Dak – Dak is – Let's come out if is the first series of the game or it's the, it's the first play of the series. Let's get that some easy in. Then let's get our run game. You know, let's mix it in. Because once that mix gets going for that, oh, he's deadly then. He's deadly because you got to get him rattled. But if he's moving around and he's throwing the ball all the time and he's hitting, it's a long day for you because you don't know what you're going to do. And that's just like you said, Josh. That with that 40 time defense up ten on the Chiefs, you know Dak would have went into. It. Yep, he beat uh, he beat Bama. I can't give him the ball back. So if my running back's gonna do that, Debo Samuel on the reverses. If I'm gonna take that shot to Amari Cooper, and one thing Dak does, if it's a shot that has to be made, he's going he makes that throw. It might not be a touchdown, but it's something else because it's all it's not always on Dak. Because Lamar barkeeper had dropped passes last year. Sometimes he didn't show up either against primetime cornerbacks. We're not saying against mm-hmm. primetime cornerbacks you got to have 150, but sometimes you might need to have six for 55 yards, man. And that's what to me symbolizes a great receiver. If you have a, so it all goes in combination with that,
2: but as a thing, get your money, pay him. The Cowboys better pay him. You're gonna end up losing more yeah, if
1: you don't pay him. I agree. I agree. True. Yeah. I'm looking at Dak Sex. He's only last year he only had one game where he had multiple um uh, interceptions, and that was against the Packers where he had three. Other than that, you know what I'm saying? He either had zero or one pick.
2: Efficient. Yeah, it, it, and it's not even
0: that. It's sometimes if you watch that, it's decision making. It's like, why didn't you throw this? You know, why didn't you throw that? Um, which you can do with everybody, but it is decision making with that. But to me, he's a better Jameis Winston. He don't make Jameis Winston throw uh, decisions with it. You, you know, I don't come out here and throw two and three interceptions, then throw four touchdowns. So. I don't
1: know, man. Out of the quarterbacks in the league, no. I just I just don't get it. Like we hype, they hype up ones that that haven't done what he done, but they hype him up. Yeah, yeah. But what draft? Gonna, what draft class? I was gonna try to think what
0: draft class was, was that, and what quarterbacks came in with that. Oh man, that if this is his fourth or fifth year, Dak is in the twenty.
1: That's
0: 2016,
1: eh? 2016, 2016 okay. 2016, so I don't remember that class. Let me see. Uh, Jared
0: Goff and Carson Wentz. Let's see? Lynch. That's one from
2: Lynch. Memphis, one. it? Paxton
0: Lynch, yep. Yep. That's terrible.
2: Yep.
1: So, yeah, that was the two. Nah, uh what'd you, say, what'd you say, Josh?
2: I think they got – Lynch, you, you came from Memphis, I think, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, Lynch came from, from Memphis, yep, yep, yep. So, Lynch was the third quarterback selected after Jared Goff and Carson Wentz.
0: all that pay you, but I'm still like this. He can't let it go too far, but I also feel like he can he can Kirk cousin them, but he can't let it go too far because if they decide to walk next year, nobody needs a quarterback that's gonna spend money you don't wanna end up in Jacksonville. That's just not where no, yeah. you wanna go, you know. Um, yeah. that's just not
1: correct. Correct. And, yeah. and if you
0: and if you don't if you do wanna go to Jacksonville, you wanna go with somebody gonna pump in like they're not gonna pump in nothing with you that they are gonna pump in with Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. Like they're going to do a Miami, a, a Chargers, you know, they're going to do something like that. Bring in weapons, a Cleveland and stuff. When they get that quarterback, they've done a lot of college, but nah, not that. So, just be smart and don't end up like Cam Newton.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would tell Dak, too. I'm like Dak, they supposed to go to the playoffs last year, too. Yeah. I, I know it all ain't on Dak, but that at division's – Week right? You supposed to go. To, supposed to go to the, yeah, you supposed to go to the. You supposed to go to the playoffs. I know it ain't all on deck, but come on, man. can a
0: fight. Speaking of fights, man, we had a little Twitter fight going over, over the week, man. Uh, we gotta get these players something to do, man. They gotta go to OTAs. We gotta get off Zoom, virtual meetings, and all that. A question on Twitter was asked of Devonte Parker, the wide receiver of the Dolphins. Uh, he said, "Which is harder? Which no? Which is tougher?" catching a pass on Stephen Gilmore or breaking up a pass on Michael Thomas. And he picked catching a pass on Stephen Gilmore. Um, Michael Thomas didn't like that. Uh, He said, told him, go run some numbers up. Um, Devontae responded. And Michael Thomas responded again and said, you don't even deserve a seat at the table. And And Devontae Parker was drafted years before him. So it was a lot of back and forth. Are these
1: players bored or, and you know, this is not the first time with Michael Thomas, so what's the issue? Oh, shoot, it sounds like they both got I, – I don't – I think Michael Thomas took it personal. Like, I don't know if Parker meant it personally. You know, I don't know if they got something that we don't know about, but it seemed like it was just a simple question, and, and Parker just kind of – from what I – from analyzing it from the outside – it seemed like Parker just gave an honest answer. I think you know going against Gilmore is a little bit more difficult, and I think Parker just kind of took it personal. And I mean, not Parker, but Thomas took it personal. And I I, and that's that's for me. For me, I think he just took it personal when Parker wasn't even trying to come at it like that.
2: Yeah, because it don't seem like he even was trying to come at it, Thomas. I mean, the man said. I mean, he ain't like Gilmore, one no uh, um, oh, a scrub or something. Man, a defense player of the year. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's a legit that's a, I mean, that's a legit answer. It,
0: and it killed me because, man, this is not his first time and he's like a little diva. Like Nobody can say nothing. We know what you do. Nobody discredits you, but at the same time, bro, you do have Drew Brees in the system with Sean Payton. Like, you are targeted. Like, we're not saying you're not no good receiver, but people can break up passes on you, man. you just not no – I'm, I'm going to say it. He's, man, he's number one receiver in the league, so I can't not call him a dog, but – Does he put fear in your heart like Julio A.B. and DeAndre Hopkins? No. No. Mm-hmm. At all. Yeah. So, and I didn't like the, the comment – Go on, some numbers up. Drew, I, I know Devontae Parker struggled with little injuries, and he's been Miami. Miami's been down on the last. We don't know since how long, but in quarterback situation, he don't have Drew Brees, but he caught seventy-two balls for over a thousand yards, and nine touchdowns last year.
1: When his first co- consistent quarterback, you know, with Fitzpatrick.
0: So they both had the same amount of nine touchdowns, but. Michael Thomas caught 172 balls, 1700 yards last year. That's great, but me off nine. And I'm a Julio fan. People say, "Well, Julio only had three touchdowns," but, but think about the points the Saints put up. Think about the Saints' offense and what Drew Brees is throwing for to have nine touchdowns. And you'd have hundred. You'd have 300 pass attempts. You caught 172.
2: It's a system. Yeah, I, I've been saying it. it's a system. Now I do like, like you say, I I do give Mike Thomas credit for credit due. He is balling. But if he was on Miami, if you switch players, what, what would it be? I that's
1: why. I, yeah that's why I was like a, a fun component. It, it's not necessary the player, but it's the player and what kind of system they get involved in, what team they go to, and the franchise you go to when you get drafted on how you develop a lot of ways. So, like you said, Josh, like if Michael Thomas was on the Dolphins, I don't know. You know, I, I'm I can guarantee that his numbers wouldn't be the same as they are today. You know what I'm saying? And if Parker was on the Saints, I'm not saying his numbers would be the same as Michael Thomas either, but I know they would be better than probably what they are right now. You know, just given the franchise and and the the things around them.
2: Yeah. It, it, we would be saying that Parker's a dog. Parker deserves money, you know? Yeah. I mean.
0: And I always say that about the A.B. Julio
2: debate. And when
0: people ask me, oh, you know, A.B. is number one, numbers don't lie. I say numbers do lie. Because you look at numbers, who's fed more is Mm A.B. So, if you put somebody in that, if you you have a quarterback just force-feeding it, like that, or, hey, I don't care if you're going to get this touchdown. Now, AB is a hell of a player, don't get me wrong, but that's what we got to look at. DeAndre Hopkins might get seven passes on a series, man. It's like, damn. Man, just caught seven balls in this 11-play series, 10-play series. You know, it's yeah. all of it is not all scripted to go to him. Some of them, you know, plays break down, scramble, scramble drill, but those players are there, so – First consistent quarterback, like you said, CP Devontae Parker's productive. If two was anything he was at Alabama, half of that in the league, I feel like Devontae Parker's going to be still productive. Um, And I, I definitely agree. Situation matters, man. Where you're drafted matters. Development matters. Sometimes people are those dogs that they just dogs. It don't matter the situation they play, like Miles Garrett, you know, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh I Josh, I remember we used to like LaBart La Le, uh Trent Will out of Minnesota, I don't miss. That got mm-hmm. back to Minnesota was like, Trent Will gonna eat. Now he's with the dog Daw- I mean, now he's with the Falcons to see if he can rejuvenate. He was with the Vikings. Like Stephon Diggs and Delan ate, but that's you know, that those two. I'm interested to see
1: what Thielen does this year, though. But. um, Yeah, I think going, this one uh going back. Like, Thomas said something like the one coming on, like, I think Thomas said to Park, he was like, don't blame your quarterbacks. Basically, bring your parents. I'm like, dang, bro. Like, you taking it to another level, like, when you say stuff like that. that that's true. Because your yeah.
0: parents you got nothing to do with it. You, you feel
1: me? Yeah. Yeah. It got nothing to do with it. I mean, my quarterbacks, I mean, it was Ryan Taylor here, Jay Cutler, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Was, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Because
0: some, if yeah. somebody says something, I think he's right. You know, he's Keyshawn's nephew or something like that. Yeah. Or cousin, Keyshawn Johnson's cousin or something. If somebody say, I think he was raised by his grandma. I've seen the ESPN special. I just don't remember it just verbatim. But what if he said you need to blame your grandma for how slow you was? You weren't ready to bang out, you know? Um, yeah. You, you feel me? So it's, it's just different things. I would have went for that, too, because it's, it's just like us, man. We all former athletes. I know I used to talk real grimy on that field. like, And when somebody said something back to me, I couldn't. Hey, I used to be like, man, let me say something even more grimy. And it used to get, yeah. real, it used to get real grimy, bro. Just real yeah. grimy. Like. And now, you know, we played... Man, this is our subject for the audience, but we gotta go through this story. So, man, we played at the Division Two school, small uh, school, but we had some ballers, and we had cats all over the United States. But we had this dude should have went to Oklahoma, got caught with you know drug charges. You know, went to JUCO, came to us, named David James. I thought I was you know that trash talker. You know, it was me and DJ. We be on top. You know. Smacking somebody, you talking that Cavs, and Cavs shit. Man, we played K-State, Frankfurt, Kentucky, at K-State, HBCU, man. alignment kept teeth shining us. And so before the play, the, the quarterback was Ottawa, and he just said, you know, I was going to blitz, and so I was creeping up on DJ, and he was like, yo, number 66. You a father? He's like, yeah, I'm your, yeah, I'm a father. He was like, you a beat father?
1: Ooh. I can
0: kill you for being a BA father. You weak a B-A father. You feel me? And I was like, said, heck, So I had my past him, you know, and the a hole. You feel me? You know. But at that play, I came back, and I'm the safety so. And our defense, the safety, the safety of the play, and the middle backers. Y'all remember it? Buckets and DJ repeated. Yeah. So, I said, to play, you know, by Green Week, you know, Panther, Rip, you know, all that. I said, hey, DJ. He said, what, Slim? I said, um, you just you just heard what you just said, bro? He said, I can't even repeat to y'all what he told me, son. Like, you were so many, you know, broken words. I said, all right. You know, he showed me so, yeah. At that moment, like, I was
1: just like, you know, you know, yeah, me, man. You know, like, you, know you, go. Like, uh, and, you know, I'm
0: over here calling people. You know, your mama do this your sister. You know, I'm looking at people. You know, people. Uh, Google, find a sister. You know. Yeah. You know, I seen your sister at this party. She go to this school. I like, talk to her, you know. Yeah. You know, real life stuff like, bro. Uh, my boy went to school with her. You know, got her on camera. <laughs> And then I got this man over here talking to like this. And I'm like, yo, let me just go sit down, you know. I'm in here watching Ocho sit on Floyd Trash talk before we go play, you know, coming up and yeah. And then, man, talking like that, so, bro, you got to leave, like, certain stuff out of it, man. You know, like, them parents, them kids. You feel yeah. me? Like, you got to leave parents out of it to a certain extent. Like, in this... Yeah. Ain't gonna say leave it out on the field because I, I, I'm, a, you know, I was a dirty one with that trash talking, but on Twitter, mm-hmm. man, you gotta come on, you can't
1: do it. Yeah, there's certain lo- at certain levels to it. Yeah. it's just you certain.
0: It, 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 yeah. It's gonna take it somewhere. It's not like some crap, crap tree, a cube to leave stuff, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But it's just it's just gonna be crazy. I can't dig with that one, but mm. I don't know, man. Yeah. Maybe because he's a New Orleans Saints, bro. You know, when you a trash bag Saint, hey, you just trash <laughs> bag, bro. You know, that's, I don't know about y'all how y'all feel about it, but that's how I
1: feel that's right. bag, You man, know, Keyshawn, Keyshawn was on that too, though. Keyshawn be talking reckless too, though. But, yeah, he do. Keyshawn he
0: was a dog. Yeah. Like, he just was a dog. Like, I'm just going to – I don't see – Michael Thomas is good. Like, don't get me wrong. I love him on my team, but Keyshawn was a dog. Like on that Bucks team, it was just Keyshawn that receiver. Kenny Mark McCardell, but it was Keyshawn.
1: Like Keyshawn get all. Yeah, it was, it was just Keyshawn. I couldn't even name another receiver right now on that squad. Me either. Right? Keith yeah. McCardell. According yeah. Yeah. It was just Keyshawn. <laughs> it was just Keyshawn.
2: it was just Keyshawn. Messed
0: up. <laughs> uh, man, by the last topic of the day, man. College football said. If they don't play this season, they can lose up to four billion in revenue, man. Four billion. Um that come from Power Five schools. Everyone. How do y'all feel if college football don't play? Personally, I feel like something missing in my life, to tell y'all the truth.
1: Mm-hmm. But how do y'all feel? So uh four billion. Is a lot of money if you don't play college football. This virus ain't no joke, though. But the thing I see is a lot of programs are starting to cut other athletic areas just from the money they done lost in the spring. Like They cutting soccer teams, baseball teams, track and field. So you, you're losing other athletes and other athletes aren't getting opportunities that they would have gotten in the past. Just think if We didn't get a chance to, you know, play college football and stuff like that. So some people are not going to be able to do what they love just because the fund is getting cut. So I guess they got to see. Yeah. It's just a lot of people's not going to be able to do what they love to do. So I feel like if it's a way for college football to safely play, it's kind of got to happen. It's got to happen some type of way. I mean, if it means no fans, whatever you do, you got to keep the kids safe. If it, But it's just crazy because this virus is uncontrollable and unpredictable. But if it's any way possible, they gotta they gotta do it so they could save other schools' athletic programs. Basically,
2: Uh, I mean, losing four billion is is is, is, that's a lot of money. But would you rather lose four billion in cash or a hundred hundred thousand students because of virus? I mean, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, and like I said, man, it's somebody about college football that, I mean, it's like you feel like you're getting life again because it's, it's football, man, you know. You have something to watch on Saturday all day long. I mean, but at the same time, you know, with this virus, and then like you said, they still doing research on it because they don't know 100% on it. I mean, it, it's tough. It's tough. I just feel like I mean,
0: even if you play without fans, This is my solution to it. Play it, but you play – you have to amend the schedules and there's no champion – SEC plays against SEC teams. Pac-12 plays against Pac-12 teams. Um, So it's limited travel. It's limited contact. Those teams play those teams, and you know you're in and out. Um, You're not going from – you're not taking – a California team, which is a high corona and playing against a Florida team and an opener, which is a state with a high COVID, you know, cases or you're not playing now. I feel like states that have, like, New York, Syracuse and things like that, you have to be cautious with. Um, but, you know, ACC play ACC teams. Just do that. Conference champions. Um, that's what you would probably have to do. The Southeast. Our cases are similar in the southeast, so those southeast teams play southeast conference, um, Pac-12, the Big 12 team. All those cases are similar, those borderlines and things like that. So it'd be easier to take a bus, or if you have to s- scale down, you know, transportation or cost, it's easier to make that happen to take a bus ride. Now, D1 gonna have to come down to our D2 levels, you know, our D2 standards. You know, we want no bus, I mean on no flight all the time. If it was oh, 16 boy. hours, we might, hey, we'll leave two days early, y'all be on the bus. You get down there and have a whole day in Street Port, you feel me in the casino gambling, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave on we play Saturday, but we we gonna do whatever it is. It's gonna be cheaper than having what, eight, fifty. Well, we took fifty-five players on the plane, please, not grant.
1: Nah, I ain't <laughs> yeah. man. Them coach buses wasn't no joke. I'm telling
0: you, bro, when we got them Cadillac SM Cadillac Charter, buses, man, a direct TV, we still on the bus 18 hours, so you know. Um, but we went from Texas to Kentucky, boy, I'll never forget that, and we was on the bus from like 1987. I tell you, so. <laughs> Like, I just feel like they can do that to make it happen. At least we can we can see it on TV, you know. You can get some money off TV deal or something because if you think about the revenue, some of these towns are going to lose from football not being played, it's going to be crazy. Like, you know, most schools are in in college towns. Oh, listen, you know, football town in America, you know, things like that. Think about Athens, Georgia, uh, Starkville, Mississippi, Oxford, Mississippi, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, uh, Norman, Oklahoma, Lincoln, Nebraska. Those are college towns, like that, uh, towns that shut down when teams play. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's just a big thing. And, and, And like you said, CP, like you always tell me, you didn't really realize how, like, the South has great athletes and we produce everything and every sport, but how football is king down here in the South, it's just a different breed of different... Like, it's a religion down here. Like, we, this is what we do. But, like... I'm ah, yeah.
1: See. When when I came down to Kentucky West and I met some of you... I met some of my, my partners down from Florida, Mississippi, and Georgia, and Bama and Texas. Like, I was like, they... I'm like these guys love, really love football. I mean, like up in Kentucky, we like football. We we like basketball a little bit more. I'm like, but these these men like they love football. Like if it weren't for football, I'm talking about, like I done seen some dudes break down over football. You know what I'm saying? like, dang. So it's a different love for football down south than it is from where I'm at. Most
0: definitely, because like. Everybody loves, shout out Texas, you know, but I, I ain't going to lie. I'm going to toot my state horn right now. Like, we produce them ball players in football. And I was looking at the Bleacher Report, and they was putting out how many first-round picks came from the states this year in the NFL draft. And I think Texas or – I think, no, California's beating us by six or seven. Texas and Florida's beating us by combined five. One is two, one is three. But you got to think, all three of those states is bigger than Georgia, twice as big as Georgia. Huh. That's what you got to think. So, like, we, we put them out. Like, next year you might have two first round quarterbacks in the top 10 from Georgia. Yeah.
1: That, and, and that's yeah. crazy.
0: So, it's like, you know, we really becoming like, I think I see like Kevin Durant put that documentary out. I feel like somebody needs to do that for us in Georgia like that.
1: Yeah, y'all like the hotbed right now, and,
0: and and it's so crazy because if you look back, like a lot of people don't be thinking, like, I didn't even know, like, Jamal, Jamal Lewis from Georgia, you know, like when I was a kid and he was playing, like, I didn't even know he went up the street to the, the neighborhood high school of Southwestern Cab. Like, I met them, you know, at the band, this thing going crazy, you know, because they they weren't that good. I'm just gonna be real, but. They, you know, I knew they had a state temperature team, but I know they had Quincy Carter, Jamal Lewis, all on one team, bro.
2: That's crazy. And like, look, and what's crazy is
0: they had 10 other people sign, and they all went to HBCUs and played a little bit. So, you know, they would, they would like coach the one dude, the one dude that told me I used to coach with him, Coach oh, he played at Jackson, Jackson State. And Mississippi, 50, bro. So, like, got his number retired down there. So, it's like, you know, you don't even, I don't even know. So, its you got to think about that. It. Like, it's crazy. I remember, yeah. man, I remember my 11th grade year, man. A hyper game in the city, man. Y'all would never even think about it. Creekside versus Westlake. You know, top players in the nation. You know who it was? Mm. And quarterback, this quarterback duel now though—it's a quarterback duel. Cam Newton versus Eric Berry. So the, it was so t- it was it was so packed, it was so turned. Friday night it rained and and, and lightning out. Game rescheduled. The next morning, ten a.m., eleven a.m. It' burning hot. That thing packed out again. These folks is going crazy, man. Cam is being Cam. Eric Berry's won the wing tee and wanted that jump to a perfection. When he dropping dimes and passes, until so Eric Berry won that matchup, bro. He won. Did he? Right. Wow. Eric Berry took that, marched that thing in the last two minutes down the field on them boys, man. Eric Berry
1: well, I'm the, with the wing tee. Yeah, man.
0: I'm gonna tell you a true story, bro. When I, my start my high my high school coaching career. I, I've been off for two seasons, but. Three years, I coached. Our, our QB coach was Ed Barry's QB coach. Our head coach was the head coach of the Creekside. Eric Barry, man, um, our QB coach was so man. This dude, black dude, bro, is so amazing. Had a lived amazing life, bro. Did like years in the military. Won two uh, Division One SCS championships at, at Jackson State um, in Alabama. Uh, when Steve McNair and stuff was playing back in those times versus Alcorn and stuff, one as a freshman and one as a sophomore, uh, splitting time and everything. He was a Secret Service member on Obama's whole term. So, you know, this dude love no football, man. When I tell you he gives a speech to pregame that make you want to cry, make you want to play, it crazy. But um, he said to him, he said, Eric Berry came to him and said, bro, i, I he, Picking schools, he was like, he was gonna go to Tennessee, but he was like, they wanted to play DB. And he told me, he said, What do you wanna be when you grow up? Like, you know, you wanna go to the league, but what do you wanna be in the league? Do you wanna be a first rounder? Or do you wanna be, you know, get drafted? You might go first round quarterback, you know, it's a lot of maybe's It's a QB or offense. He said, But I'm gonna tell you right now, if you go at DB, he was like, You'll be a first round pick. You know, he said appreciate it, coach. He said the next day he went to Tennessee as
2: a as a corner and that's safe.
0: Mm-hmm. And you already know this, you know the history's history since
2: then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and man Barry, he he was a yeah. man. He got sick. Yeah, he got sick, but he he still came back and tried to do his stuff. Real dude too, mm-hmm. man. The
0: FaceTime before the games and uh the head coach and everything, like what what y'all got going on, man? What what's up? You know. Just you know, oh Friday night big and reason championship, like and you look on the oh, phone, it's Eric Ferris in there, like, you know, it's crazy. That's real love. But that college football, man, is crazy.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. I guess they got I guess they're gonna see that stuff stuff start loosening up. I guess they're gonna see what direction this virus is gonna take. And then I think they're going to make a decision based on that. Because I know that a lot of teams in the ACC are basically with it. You know, like I think for the most part, everybody's with it, but they're just looking to see what this virus is going to do, man. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and then, too, yeah. you, can you really watch a game? Can you really watch a, Uh Alabama LSU game with no fans in the stands?
1: Man, though? man. Okay.
2: No, nah, that's a lot Man. of things. Like CP, I know you're a
0: Florida State fan. I, I know we probably can't even talk yep. trash, but I can't even get
1: into that. And it's
0: back at Miami. I know. Uh, no I
1: fans know. in the stands. That's that's bad. Yeah, that's what makes college football. Like you said, they, college game. They day.
0: game Saturday morning, no fans back those times. You ain't watching that. You
2: ain't watching yeah. it. You <laughs> just I'm not. Watching
1: it. <laughs> not. <laughs> That's what made college football, the fans and the authenticity of the players, how hungry they be for their for that game.
0: It's about getting to the league in college football, but it's also about man, I'm finna I'm, I'm feeling beat y'all, I'm playing for my school. Like it ain't all about money in college football, like it is nah, yeah, it's, it's real passion in that
1: thing, man. Like real yeah.
0: passion.
1: Yeah, when you put that jersey on, you going against your rival, it's 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 more it's all the other stuff go out the window. All that go out, you forget that. You just have to play, You just have to ball it in. Really, and you know it's hot, it's amped up the whole week. It's oh boy, y'all play LSU
0: this week. You know if you at Bama, y'all play, play Florida versus Florida State. I played them games. You know even us, man. But y'all play Central State this week. Like you know y'all play K State this week. We yeah, we went to a basketball school, but it was like when we played K State and Central State and stuff. Stuff just got amplified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. University indie, like it was just, and indie used to beat us now, but it was just amplified. Like,
1: what was you know, it was that time. at one year we had indie though, and indie Randolph played on us. I think it might have been my senior year. Yeah, he sick, was over yeah. At battle Yeah, we was over battling with indie too. Oh, and they, we just, they just, I think we just got ran out of gas for real. They made adjustments. Was well, we at
0: Indy or at dub
1: it was at KW, it was a night game. Oh, it yeah. was always night,
0: you know. First game of season, you end, yep. Bro, yep. that game. Yep. DJ got hurt. That I am not gonna lie, they ran that
1: ball on my thought they ran that bit down. I thought, bro, that's what, yeah, happened. They I, ran I, that bitch down that's dope. what oh. that second half they ran that ball. They just ran, bro, they, they just out. Six, yeah. the They ran that
0: bit down. I
1: thought. Yeah. Dang, Cause I was mad. They
0: I'm like, good. bro, I, y'all team, y'all only got six tackles, bro. You need, I'm hitting every play. You need 95 yards. <laughs> but I'm hitting them every play. Like, bro, two, bro it started off 21, 22, 28, 30-something. like, bro, I'm like, y'all boys, how, what, how y'all playing yeah. all these people right now? This is a trash. They were the
1: love backs. They were the love backs. Even what they, one Man, they had
0: a mixture like, man. I ain't gonna lie, but Indy backs on not tough, like, but they just had a lot of them. Now, Indy line was a, a mug, like, I don't know what was, they weren't just big, they was regular size, they just was real, bro, but, yeah. you know, they just, I'm telling you right now, hitting a man at 10, 11 yards, they play ain't fun, bro. like, you know, you, yeah. so sometimes it just, I don't know what it is, bro, like, I just got them people down, but, like, the times I met all of them in the hole, they wasn't really real. But that that center that went to the league, he was real, for Andy.
2: He was. real. Yeah, he, he pretty soft. He pretty good. He was real. Now you
0: know who had them little backs that was tough, bro. Who that? Liberty. But that's a, Liberty. Yeah, that's a whole. We'll talk about that next week, but we'll talk about them colleges next week, man. But them boys,
1: that. That, them boys were on that pill. <laughs>
0: them boys on that pill. <laughs> 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 but that's another statement that motherfucker told that pill <laughs>
1: out of all the
0: D1 teams, everybody Bowie played, and anybody in my four years, my senior year at Liberty. Oh, that nigga told that pill. <laughs> that bitch told that mom.
2: <laughs> but man, yeah, that, man.
0: man but that concludes the episode for this week, man. If you want any topics on there for my listeners, anything, DM us at Talks Affiliate on Twitter, Sports Talks Affiliates. Man, I appreciate y'all boys for coming out another week, man. Um,
2: and we back again next week.
1: It's so a bad man, y'all enjoy your holiday tomorrow, man. <laughs> everybody have your- a good week. Uh you all
2: right, y'all too, man. Enjoy your holiday, man. Yep, bet.